And so at this point, because all these dudes are getting on my nerves. <laughs> Welcome to Reality Revelations with Mark and Jasmine. I'm Mark Drum. And I'm Jasmine Lachey. Where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. Good morning, Jasmine. Uh, is it a good morning? <laughs> is it a good morning? I mean, I'm morning, upset. I guess. I'm upset. Morning? Yeah, it's morning. Yeah. Well, glad to hear that you watched the episode. And after we finished our last episode, what did you do, Jasmine, that makes me laugh now that I know that you're invested in this show? I, what do you mean? What did I do? What do you mean? What did I do? You know what you did. Oh, I tweet about me tweeting about it? I was actually talking about, Jasmine, how you started looking at the Twitter feed to seeing what actually happened. Oh, yeah. I started. Okay. So after last episode, yes, after last week's episode, I was on Twitter and that was when I got a whole burst of the Taylor love and support, but also I got the evidence as to what is happening to our girl in this house. And I'm like, why? Why is every the reason why she's the target is because she's not falling in line with Paloma. Paloma took the reins with all these other women. This is what we're gonna do. I really feel like she started talking game and she pulled them in quick. So none of these other heifers had to think for themselves. Taylor's the only one who was like, I'm gonna go get to know the dudes in the house because at the end of the day, it's a sexist game. And I don't care what they say. I know she said too early in the game. It's never too early, baby. It's never too early. But she wanted to go in there and be you know okay let me see let me get some feelers whatever else and paloma's mad that she didn't fall in line with these other no-brained heifers i said what i said except for indy i love her i love indy indy is my jam i love her and nicole i love indy nicole but these girls girls they're a problem they're a problem and they are everything that you see in high school you have one regina george and then you have all the other little worker ants and so they're mad because taylor's living her life doing the thing and she's a queen bee she ain't got time for these little ant traps and so i also got a spoiler on yesterday's episode with who won the uh, veto which i have to tell you watching the episode i was also cheering for them so at the end of the day i find that i don't know what i'm doing as far as how i feel about everybody else taylor's the only person taylor nicole and indy are the only ones that i'm like i love you please don't change because (laughs) well speaking of feelings the post nominations happened we know from the last episode that parents and michael were up for eviction yes and we start hearing the thoughts from terrence and michael how did you feel about hearing how they felt being nominated okay well we i already knew that michael felt some kind of way I think the fact he went into Daniel's room after, I I agree with what Daniel said about it being a bold or brave move because he could have went sulking and whatever else. I see the game, you know, Michael being like, you know, I'm going to play nice, whatever else. But also he knows better and you only have one time to cross me before I see you so like I may never act on it you may never know that you're on my radar but just know that you cross me and you're on my list forever and I'm always keeping eyes on you period I understood game I appreciated that with regard to Terrence probably should have seen it coming only because when you're not as in people's faces and this is just what I'm getting from this season I haven't seen any other seasons but if you are in other people's face and you're doing the thing as long as you're jumping around with different people, you're giving some kind of energy source, you're able to lay a lot lower 
than if you are trying to be a people watcher. And so I feel like that's kind of Terrence where they're just feeling people out. I feel like Michael cried and I just feel like he tried too hard because of the super fan thing. And so that's that's where I feel like it kind of went wrong for him. But poor Terrence. It's poor daddy. The po dad. Daddy. So yeah. in typical Big Brother fashion, the old guy mm -hmm. gets put up for nomination first. And I think it's really important to note that How really, ageist. Yeah, How it's, ageist. A, it's a little ageist. However, it's also when you're talking about observing and being that first week in the game, it really yeah. is that you're walking a fine line of whether or not do you talk to the HOH and start playing game and start forming an alliance and start trying to build trust with that person. Or do you start trying to find your allies, allies within yeah. the other house guests because in this new modern big brother and i say modern being that this gameplay is very much the past few years versus uh -huh. in the in like the when beginning it started yeah when it yeah. started it was more cutthroat more like conniving more really really okay. strategy because okay. just because someone is in power you do not need to follow whatever they say why yeah. are you putting them up on a pedestal when everybody else has to vote for who's going to actually be evicted? Which is why I feel like you can do both. Exactly. And that's where it's that fine line of trying yeah. to figure that out. For this new group of house guests, they are really, oh, I don't want to rock the boat. Well, you say in your interviews that you're going to rock the boat, play this game hard. Where? When am I going to see this? The only person who is playing hard is Paloma, and she's playing too hard. She's doing that because of the fact that she can't compete. She can't. Yep do anything else except use her social game. She's trying to set herself up so that way it's an easy win. She's trying to get all of the top competitors out. That's why she plotting the way she is. That's why she lying, okay? That's why she's out here manipulating people. And that's why she got the girls' girls together because at the end of the day, nobody has a mind of their own in that room. Like I'm looking at them and I'm like, you all just got played. And I don't, I don't know, and nobody else sees it. And that's the part where I'm like, I feel like these people really walked in and their fault it, for me it's they took the real world out of their minds when they walked into this house and for me there's no way there's no way like what you know about I'm just gonna say that as a black woman in this country there's no way I could walk into a house and not instantly be on high alert period so I may play the game in a way where I'm friends with everybody because that's life. Like I'm, I'm a friendly person. I get that, whatever else. So I'm going to talk game with you. I'm going to talk game with you. I'm going to talk life with you, talk life with you. But at the end of the day, everybody's an enemy. So I'm not sure where this, and I genuinely love you guys. And I would like never, no baby. You know who I love? I love my man. You know who I love? I love my kids. You know who I love? I love myself. You don't qualify as any of those people. So I'm, I genuinely love you guys. And I just, <laughs> I don't know you, period. Okay, so I can take myself out of the real world and know that I'm playing a game. And I would be the person where I understand my position as an Asian male of color and I can understand, yeah, in the real world, I'm not gonna be seen as much. Also, in this game, I can easily be this most friendly person, the most social person, when in real life, as much as I like being friendly, I don't really like it many people. And I'm very, judgment and I'm very judgmental. Period. 
However, when I'm coming into this game, I'm going to come in with open arms and know that before going into the house could be completely different when I go inside the house. Exactly. Nobody is willing to adapt. All these people have plans with these games and they're getting thrown off so hard and in everybody's confessional, it's like, I'm really hoping it goes this way because, you know, if not, it's going to throw off my game. And this is the part where I'm kind of confused because it's a game and it's a competition. But now they're talking about, oh, if somebody's doing X, Y, and Z, then that could just throw everything off. I thought that was the point. Let's talk about how Taylor, you know, they cut from having the reactions from the house guests to Taylor showing outfits to the house guests. Having a little fashion show. Hold on, because I feel like that too was a setup, okay? So here she is going through her closet, trying on her clothes, right? Then here come a couple of people in the room. She's just trying on clothes, okay? Living her life, feeling good about herself. Because here's the thing, if you're cut off from the outside world, you don't have those typical things. So she likes to dress nice. So her trying on her clothes, that's a mood lifter, okay? She was doing that for her. There was a couple of other people. Okay, fine. She was like, yeah, okay, okay, sequence, okay, whatever else. They were cheering, woo woo. And then it was, you know, oh, give us a twirl. They egged her on. They fed that. And so they hyped her up. Now, here's the thing. Okay, I'll say this. (laughs) I have been the... um, Taylor? Not so spelt. No, no, no. I've been the not so spelt friend. And so I can see why... It may have felt a little disingenuous when Taylor said, listen, once I've worn something, my closet is up for grabs. So if you guys want anything after I've worn it, like, I don't care. Can't nobody fit her stuff. I feel like she hasn't seen her body. Like, baby, I don't even know if you can fit your stuff. Like, girl, baby is snatched. Okay, baby is snatched and put together. So I would be like, girl, okay, I'm gonna have to take two dresses and put it together, but I got you. That wasn't meant to feed anybody's insecurity. And I feel like that's exactly what it did. And then from then on, you know, all these people start coming in the room and it's like, ooh, 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 okay. Then somebody tells her to take a lap, the ultimate setup. Oh my God, yeah, go take a lap. Go do your pageant walk or your catwalk. So then she goes out and she's like, okay, cool. Thinking that these people are like genuinely rooting for her, genuinely hyping her up. And I am like, oh no, cause I I knew where it was going. I knew where it was going. And then they cut to Jasmine and her little confessional talking about, you know, I like, we get it. Like she looks great and that's great and everything, but we get it. We really get it. And honestly, I like, I like clothes as much as the next person. I'm over it with her voice. I'm over it with her face. I'm over it with her personality. Jasmine (laughs) is a follower and I am ashamed and embarrassed to share a name and spelling (laughs) with her, okay? It's because she is a black woman and she does not see how that plays a part. And I know that life is the ultimate test to what you encounter. And so I feel like going into the house, you can't take life out of how you play this game, period. And I know that because at the end of the day, I feel like Jasmine has to go and I need it to happen soon. Okay, so Jasmine needs to go. Currently, who's got to go, apparently, is Michael, because that is the target from Daniel. And Mm -hmm. Michael realizes this, and so Mm -hmm. he's now trying to find people to help him. Do you think Mm -hmm. he was successful finding people to help him out? No, no, and he should (laughs) have known that. 
<laughs> he should not. I was like, why were you? That's the other thing. Why are you begging? My whole thing is, is that he looked weak going to every single person asking, would you be willing to do the thing? And everybody's like, um, I don't think I'm ready. And I'm like, dude, nobody's ready. It is the first ability for somebody to go home. Nobody's jumping for that. Nobody's volunteering as tribute for you. He should have gone in there as strong as he thought he was when he walked into that house. Period, right? Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right. Well, Jasmine, I think he just went about it the wrong way. I really think he could have made some allies. The thing is, it is a social game. And Mm -hmm. if he is the lawyer that he says he is, he should have been convincing enough to his He should have been able to present his evidence. Okay. Yes. He should have been able to convince them. I see you're a really great player in this game socially. I think you also have really great abilities in winning competitions. Do you think you would help me out for this week? And I would remember this and make sure that I can help you in the future weeks ahead. How does that sound? Yeah. yeah. That would have been a great strategy to where, yeah. listen, you got to keep playing. If something's going to make yes. you stumble, you have yep. to keep finding a way to persevere and to make sure that you're going to set yourself up for success, not only for this week, but then the weeks ahead. And Michael is really trying to do that as a super fan and he brings up a former bb contestant janelle i was like janelle what is this teen mom what's going on yeah so (laughs) whoa do not put janelle with teen mom janelle janelle is also from minnesota where michael's from she was on season six season seven season 13 and season 22 how do you how do you go how do you come back for so many seasons because janelle is that great of a player also she was on the amazing race did she win previous seasons and come back or did she not win and then she came back and won her last season she was there janelle's track record has now unfortunately plummeted but she's still known as a really great player right her first season season six she came in third place then in season seven she also came in third place then on season 14 she came back first as a coach slash mentor to the new house guest but then a twist in the game brought her back to play as a house guest and unfortunately she got eliminated before jury Mm -hmm. then in season 22 she was also voted out early gotcha 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 because they know she's a threat because in her I was first say, few once seasons, played, once you've played the game so much, once the first you, few mean, seasons, she she was winning competitions. She was taking out the people that were trying to go up for her. And so that's why Michael, knowing that Janelle is from Minnesota, he's trying to implement what Janelle yes. has done. And that's yes. why he was saying, WWJD, yes. what, would, what Janelle would Janelle do? do? I thought that was cute. I'm not going to lie. And then Honestly, they had the flashback. I, I started, yes, I feel like with Michael, he put too many eggs in that HOH basket. I feel like he didn't play enough of the social game prior to and outside of the super fan aspect. And I feel like he was really banking on that HOH situation. And it blew up because Daniel is also a super fan. And super fan essentially means you've been studying the game. So honestly, I feel like Michael should have probably known better based on they have the live version. We have the recorded version and the recorded version of Daniel that I've seen still would have given me the indicator that like, okay, I cannot vibe with him on the super fan level. Like we can't fangirl about this because this is the game. If we're going to talk, if I'm going to try to vibe with him as the HOH, it's got to be personal. It can't be because of the game. Yes. If Daniel had heard Michael was a super fan, I would have called it out. That is the thing with 
with hearing things from other people and assuming things and also yes. bringing up these mental notes of Michael was holding the door for everybody. Right. So he must know that, oh, if you're the first person in the house, you're usually the first to be evicted. Let me ask him why he held the door rather than just straight up asking him, so how many seasons of Big Brother have you been watching? Be like, hey, I noticed that you opened the door for everybody. As an HOH person, if I had power the first week, which that would totally be my goal the first week is have the power, <laughs> but also do it in a way to where I wouldn't be overusing my power. It would just be more so, hey, I want to get to know everybody. It's not like I want to start making deals. I will start making deals. However, I just want to get to know you as a person. Right. Guess what, Terrence? I didn't get to know you as much. Yeah. Let's get to know each other, which di yeah. he did. But I feel like that's the difference, though. You and I are people who would seek out housemates. You know, we would seek out the other people to get to know them just because we like to be able to kind of control our interactions with people. Daniel waited for people to come to his room. And so that was his strategy. And, but that's what I mean. I mean, like his strategy was that. And so for me, I feel like that was a good strategy for you to be able to essentially be hands off, to be like what he said with Michael, where he's like, you know, we haven't really had a chance to really blah, blah, blah. And Michael's like, well, you know, I, I, I want to talk game with you. But then it's like all these other people are here. That's when his strategy should have changed. He should have then be in the room where it happens, even if it's just about them talking. Oh, yeah. So I went to school here and my favorite food is this. Because at the end of the day, if I'm thinking back in my mind about a conversation and I think about, oh, yeah, when we were all blah, 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 your face is there, period. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to talk about game, be about that game. And that's happened in past seasons. So you're bringing up things that have already happened and look at you. <laughs> this is your first season. Oh, my God. I feel so great. Yay. <laughs> All right, so the Power of Veto competition is getting underway. So yes. they have to choose players for the veto. As I explained from the past episode, they choose at random. Okay. And so Daniel is the first to go up to choose, and he selects Indy. And Michael selects Turner. Then Terrence selects Amira. Then, as the competition is about to start, we find out Kyle is the host for the veto competition. Is that typical? It's choice. People can volunteer or the HOH person can choose who will be the host. Okay, but it is always a member of the house who's the host of a game. Okay. Okay. Sometimes. Yes. And it can also be past house guests. It can be surprise appearances by celebrities or other people that uh -huh. no big brother but generally it is another house guest hosting the competition and this is just some back end back of on, course. You know, behind underneath questions they perform so well what i've noticed is that like with the, the ceremonies that is added that's added no 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 the ceremonies i mean like yes with, like are they given a script yes and then they're me and then these people memorize yes. the script oh my god oh my god yes Welcome to the Power of Veto ceremony. So much work. I've been, <laughs> I have won the Power of Veto and person yes. A, person B have yes. been nominated. If I was yes. on the block, I can choose to use it on myself or uh -huh. whoever. And then if now that I've been taken off the block, you yeah. must pick. It, yeah. It's really, yeah. I mean, yeah. I know the script and I haven't even been in it yet. So Right. Well, <laughs> I, and, and then Kyle is the host and Kyle yeah Kyle was the host so he had he had paper so goofy. there so goofy it, I mean I feel like he was a good host definitely a good host so you liked his hosting skills which <laughs> we knew the theme of the competition because I mentioned it in the past one it was medieval so yeah. now we finally get to see the veto competition happen with yes. this joust yes 
And so the object of this veto competition was to get the most rings on your joust. And so there was one ring that was gold, which could give you three additional points. And one person got the gold ring. Yes. Do you remember who? Um, it was. Oh, was it a girl? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It, what was it? Amira? No. Indy didn't get the gold, did she? Yes, yeah, she did. She did. Okay. Yeah, Indy okay. did get it. I remember. Well, Indy was the only one who talked about it. She's like, "Oh, gold. I love that." I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> She's. She gave me everything. <laughs> Honestly, Indy is what. She's one of my favorites because she's just so like candid, but she's very authentically candid. Honestly, Indy hasn't shown me anything yet. She still seems to me as a floater in this game. I'm like, "Oh, you got picked to be in the veto. Cool. Now I can finally see you how you're playing as a competitor." Yeah, and so I agree. I agree. I she like, is go. very much giving floater. I do agree with that. But I I think that as far as personality. I feel like Terrence is also a floater, but I feel like he's not giving personality. You know what I mean? So I feel like Indy is at You mean DJ Showtime's not giving character? (laughs) Personality? DJ Showtime is not giving. Dad dad is not giving you enough personality. No, dad is not giving me enough personality. Well, let's get into the competition. It was Indy versus Turner. Yeah. In that matchup, who did you think was going to win? Indy. 100% yeah, Indy? Yeah, yeah, because because I, I feel like Turner has inner rage, and I I'm like uh, yeah, and he sh- here's the thing, the the jousts were so long, and once I saw how they were going about it, I was like yeah no. I would agree. I definitely was thinking Indy would win it. However, I also knew just the perception of these house guests already. Turner wasn't in it to win the power of veto. He wanted to definitely compete, but he wasn't looking to win this competition because he didn't need to take anybody off the block. They're not important to Turner. And so why does he need to upset the game to where I don't need to do anything? And so this first matchup, it was just kind of a waste because neither of them had anything to lose. And so they were just like, all right, did give a good chance for Terrence and Michael to observe what are some good things and what are some bad things to do in the competition, which I definitely felt Michael took notes and Terrence, he tried. You know, yeah. (laughs) I don't know that Terrence's head is really, okay, I will say that his head is in the game, but I don't think that his tactic as a player, I don't think he really has one yet. Well, his tactic is to make sure to win the money because his wife's not going to take him back. I know that's right. I know that's right. Don't come home empty handed, baby. (laughs) I mean, as far as how he's playing the social game, I don't feel like he has a strategy. I feel like he's really kind of like grasping at straws because in previous like in the previous episode he was talking to jasmine and he was like i feel like the married folks got to stay together and then when she was in her confessional she was like um that's not really good for my game so i'm not gonna do that but okay and so i'm like okay he's grasping at straws on who he's trying to build his alliance and it's not working because he's not finding the right thing to really get the allies okay fair I can see that. Meanwhile, in the first, Indy versus Turner, Indy wins by one point. Mm-hmm. Then it's Amira versus Terrence. Who did you think was going to win in that matchup? Okay, I'll say after they first started getting the rings, like after the first round, I thought it was going to be Amira. Okay. I felt like Terrence was struggling a little bit too bit. And then he said he was left-handed, and I was like, okay. I know that most things, <laughs> I wouldn't know this, um, but I do know that most things are typically created for people 
who are right-handed. So there is that discrimination piece of... No, in this game, though, they had two sides. They had two sides to go for the rings. And so... They did, but... The fact that he tried to say that was an excuse, there was no excuse. No, no, no. I I think that he tried it with his right because it's... Everybody else was doing it with their right. Right. And it and it seemed like that was the way to go. Plus, if you looked at where the rings were, it was easier because of where the rings were placed on the right side versus the left side. They started on the right side. You know what I mean? Like the first one on the right side was closer. And so I can see why he would, you know, do the thing. But after that first round, he was like, okay, I need to switch it up. I'm going to use my left hand. And when he did, it was better. But I, I knew that it was kind of too little too late by then. Okay. So was this Ray? for people jasmine this competition no no i just no i just think that you know in general we could most people are right allegedly most people are right-handed and so it's just natural you know or just be ambidextrous okay to be ambidextrous i I was gonna say well you know if you can do that if you've got time he he drives buses he needs both hands so you know he's he's a two-handed man you know okay well as predicted amira did win over terrence by a score of seven to two then it was Daniel versus Michael, which this was a very, this I thought so, would be a I really great this. matchup. I was and cheering for Michael. I really was. <laughs> you were really wanting Michael, Michael to, you really yeah, wanted Cat Dad to win? Yes, you wanted Cat Dad the over the Elvis impersonator? Yup. Because out of the two of them, I don't, I think Daniel is arrogant. I think he underestimated Michael in the abilities piece. I think there is this, this. I wouldn't say so because he told them in the speech, you have now the opportunity to win veto. I don't think anybody saw Michael as a real like competitor until this. Okay. So I'm thinking based on social game, I think everybody was like Daniel versus Michael. I was rooting for Michael because like I said, I, I really don't like Daniel. I don't like Daniel because every time somebody comes to him with some new information, he's like taking the easy road, blah, 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 whatever else. Don't want to get blood on my hands, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, it's week one. It's week one. You might as well get used to being dirty, baby, because it's going to happen. Like, I don't even know what we're doing right now. So it's that mentality of I don't want to get blood on my hands. And and it's that duplicity. He's giving me Two-Face. He's smiling on the one hand, but he's got that sinister grin on the other side. The control aspect of wanting everyone to come to him, that to me is very indicative of how he's going to try to continue to play the game. The fact that he won between the two of them, I feel like that really put him in his place. I'm surprised, Jasmine, how you're now rooting for the person who's on the chopping block who you wanted to send home this first week. I still want him to go home. It was just between the two of them. I was rooting for Cat Dad. What? (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I feel like some of your feelings about some of these house guests are changing. I want a woman to win. And so at this point, because all these dudes are getting on my nerves. All right, so yes, Michael did win over Daniel with a score of seven to nine. So then up next was Amira versus Indy. Who did you think between these two? I I didn't know. I didn't know. after the, But after the first round of the joust between the two, I thought it was going to be Amira because Amira was going hard. Indy was struggling. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like she didn't have anything to lose either. She didn't have anything to win, nothing to lose either. So I feel like she got to also play for fun. And so it was like, oh, 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 you know? So it was able to be very lighthearted for her. I feel like Amira, Amira is the only person other than Daniel... Michael and okay so basically um, everybody but Turner 
and Indy really had hot stakes because Amira was trying to keep the, you know, everybody as is. Yeah, she was trying to keep everybody as is so that way nobody else would have to get picked. The only thing that I didn't understand, she went hard because she was trying to protect the girls' girls, but Amira is in this clique of bozos who's against Taylor for no reason. And so I didn't understand why it mattered to her as much when she knew that there was already an enemy of the house. That's why I'm also like this game that they have with Daniel, this al- this we- this alliance <laughs> they have with Daniel because he's HOH. I can't wait until it's gone because week two, we're going to really see how people feel about Daniel. I really liked how competitive they were with each other because it just showed how much they wanted to compete. But in the back of my mind, as a, if I was playing as a house guest, I wouldn't have really done anything. Right. I would have just been like, boop, oh, did I get it? No. Or I would just keep trying for the gold yeah. one because that's three points. I'd be like, bam, bam. Yeah. Because you're not going to change it. Mm-hmm. So why are you even exactly. going to try? However, for Amira, she was very adamant in the diary mm-hmm. room that she wanted to keep the nominations the same. Right. So yes, all right, go ahead. Meanwhile, Indy, she, st- she was there to have a good time. Because Michael beat Daniel she knew that she still had to go up against Michael if she won. So she knew that whoever won was going to have to go up against Michael. And so I think she I think she knew that if Indy went up against Michael, Indy wouldn't win. So I think that was why she was playing okay. as hard as she was playing because she really oh. wanted to keep it the same. So I understand yeah. why Amira... Like my first impression of Amira was she dude, was playing the game. Dude, your impression was spot <laughs> on. She was spot on. But the thing is, is like we said, judging from a picture is so different than when you hear them in person because that picture, her overbite, I was like, oh, sweet little baby with an overbite. And then I heard her talk and I was like, oh, well, we're going to rescind that because I ain't. <laughs> she got bass in her voice. She was like, I'm here to play. I'm like, all right, well. Nope. First impressions with me, if I have to just see a photo, I will judge you to the core and you have to prove this judgment otherwise. But right now, everything is still going according to plan with my judgments. So... Please tell me otherwise, Jasmine, when I'm wrong. But right now, I'm still right. So don't be coming for me in this game because I will be putting on the front of I want to be your friend, but in the back of my head, I'm going to backstab, make sure I'm going to get to the end to win this money, but also make America fall in love with me. But I digress. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that on that. (laughs) <laughs> right. Amira did win over Indy with a score 12 of 12 to 6. To six. I was like, wow. Yo. That's why I was like, baby came to play. Baby was like, listen, I got I got, I got odds. I got stakes in this. Yup. So now it was Amira versus Michael. So in this matchup. Hold on, though. Before, before we get to the last one, I want to talk about something really quickly okay. um, that was happening on the sidelines. Oh, the sidelines. So, yeah. Tell us. Yeah. So. What you see is people eating these gigantic turkey legs. Mm, turkey legs. Taylor, Taylor was like, oh, my God, it's so much meat. And then and then Paloma was like, mm, so much meat. And then you see Joseph. Joseph feeding Taylor. And then you see Paloma getting this real stank look on her face. It's just, and it's ever so quick. And I feel like. Taylor needs to be more. I will say Paloma was spot on when she said that there's no self-awareness because I'm feeling like Taylor's not realizing, like, you got to look around you, babe. Like, enemies are everywhere. And I feel like she's not being observant enough as she should be. 
Anywho, which will come back, and that will come back in the story of this episode. So let's, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. So let's go back to the competition: Amira versus Michael. Who did you think was going to win? Well, in my defense, I knew who was going to win, but only because I knew uh, because of my Twitter (laughs) search. Yeah, uh, after the last episode, I already knew who was going to win. But when I saw the actual you know competition play out i was pleasant yes when i saw it when i saw it play out on on the tv i was so proud of how hard they both went and that was why once michael beat daniel that was why i was rooting for him because i felt like he was scared when he started you know appealing to the other house guests but i feel like once he was in the competition baby's head was in the game he was like i got cats i gotta feed when i get home i got a man i'm trying to murray when i get home i gotta win it for my people you know my cats and my man and janelle i gotta make missouri proud you know what i'm saying minnesota minnesota whatever um (laughs) Nobody cares. Oh, anyway, um, <laughs> people do care. People do care, Jasmine. We, I, listen, I don't even, I can't tell you where that is. Um, I'm dead. It's middle America. Like at the end of the day, sorry, you guys. Anyway, so seeing Michael play as hard as he did in the first round against Daniel, I was rooting for him because he was going around the house acting all scared and timid. And then he came out and he did the thing and i feel like with the with michael and daniel i feel like he that was the confidence boost that he needed and i feel like it it pulled through the fact that they were able to go three rounds tied was so impressive i i was i was rooting for michael because i feel like he deserved it honestly Aww. honestly i know look at you look at you I, growing it <laughs> i feel like cat, cat dad. dad deserved he deserved to win i was rooting for him i was hoping it happened you know and by a win of one point three by to four point michael one yes and so yeah. he said this was for you janelle and also my fiance yes, <laughs> or, yes, yes fiance i was fiance. like yeah. yo yes. i'm dead yes, yes. <laughs> what would janelle do she would thank herself and then her man yes yes there you i go. love that though and I think also my, Michael's pep talk before the competition definitely helped set him up to really get into the mindset of he needs to win. He needs to make sure the only person that can save himself is himself from the yes. block. And he did it. He did the thing. And I feel like I feel like this is a really good setup for the rest of the game because I feel like at the end of the day, when you are put first and you and it's just you because he didn't have anybody behind him. I feel like when your back is up against the wall, you don't have anybody else and you show out. I feel like that is the confidence boost you need going further because it proves it to you, but it also proves it to them. Like at the end of the day, now everybody sees that Michael can actually hold his own. So I'm happy for him because that sets him up to kind of, you know, be a better player. Hate it for Terrence. Hate it for Terrence. Oh, poor Terrence. Poor dad. Poor dad. Poor daddy. (laughs) Well... Exactly. Michael did win the power of veto, and so he knows that he could save himself or he could choose to save Terrence instead from being on the block. He not. Right, but there is that possibility. (laughs) Watch a past season. It's happened, and it's hilarious. I digress. I'm going to need you to do that research later. Meanwhile, (laughs) post-veto competition, we see the aftermath of what I was trying to tell you was going to happen. Plum is trash. 
<laughs> Knowing that Michael was going to get off the block, Daniel has to now decide who he's going to put up as a replacement nominee, which he didn't want to have blood on his hands. Well, guess what, Daniel? You're getting blood on your hands. So now this gave Paloma the opportunity to start being like, hey, let well, me. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. Because we do have to talk about the setup for this, though. Oh, the setup. Okay. The setup for this wasn't just that Paloma was like, okay, let me put this bug in his ear. What happened was that post the joust, Taylor and Monty had a conversation. Mm-hmm. And that self-awareness piece, because Taylor had been in the room with the girls' girls, and Paloma asked a very light request of what do you know? Because we feel like we don't know what the boys are doing, but we know that they're we know they're connected together, especially the ones in the have not room. That's exactly what we were talking about, how it seems like the powerful players, you know what I mean? The obvious male contenders are in the same room. They all volunteered to be a have not. And so Paloma was like, you know, what do you you know, what what do you know? Like what kind of intel? And Taylor was like, I don't know anything which is probably true because the thing is I don't think they're talking game with her and that's the thing Taylor is not talking game with anybody and I think that's the issue like I'm I'm rooting for Taylor 110% no matter what but at the same time I understand I see the game you know what I mean and so for me I feel like as a beautiful woman and knowing that people see you as beautiful and knowing that you're confident and knowing whatever else you have to walk in ready to be duplicitous you have to be ready to play both ends you have to be able to get dirty and nasty with the girls so the whole thing is is I feel like Taylor's not playing the game as she could be and I feel like she's taking too long to get to know who's around her and so when that conversation happened and she was like oh I don't know anything that was when Paloma was like oh she got she deaf got to go because if you're not gonna play for my team because the thing is is Taylor's not part of the girls girls Paloma wants intel but she's not even part of the clique so that's how you know that Paloma is playing this manipulative game and I need Taylor to open her eyes before it's too late baby open your eyes before it's too late now going to Taylor Monty post game they have this conversation where Monty is talking about yeah you know I don't know what's gonna happen and blah 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 and you know trying to talk a little game and Taylor's too honest and she says oh well you know Paloma was you know basically she's afraid of you know the guys being together and you know trying to go after one of the girls and the fact that Monty was like oh man are you are you kidding me like wow that that just first off bro why are you surprised let's let's talk about that why are you surprised you are you have you literally have roommates so there's no way that you haven't been talking game with them there's no way you know even though we haven't seen it on the tv end there's no way it hasn't happened so there's that the shock because i've had conversations with paloma yeah so is everybody else dude the fact that they would say they would think that taylor was lying based on that like, what is that to lie about? Because that's a genuine concern. Like you have, because the whole thing is, is that everyone on this show has watched the show prior seasons. So it's not like anyone couldn't have put two and two together, especially considering Paloma doesn't have to play anything right now. She didn't have to joust. She didn't, she wasn't up for, she's not up for anything. So the fact that y'all are like, I can't believe that doesn't sound like the Paloma I know. You don't know her. The part that kills me is that Paloma is giving so much 
more verbal. She's talking so much and it's a control measure. And Taylor's not talking enough, but that is also a control measure. And the problem is that they're not seeing someone who is over divulgent as a problem. Anyway, moving forward. And then Monty goes to talk to Paloma to verify. And that was when Paloma went off the deep end and she let it out. She was like, oh, this B word and I've tried. And people don't get is that Paloma has been telling them her tactics this whole time with Taylor. She's not, you know, she I'm a girl's girl. I'm a girl's girl. And she's not, you know, she's not with the girls. She's not, you know, she's not a girl's girl. And I'm just like, why is that a problem for you? Why is that a problem for you? Shouldn't be a problem for you. So when Monty goes and asks Paloma, she puts on this sob story. And then Paloma goes to every single other person in the house and decides that she's going to be. And I just, and the fact that she would lie. And I just like, I'm over it. And the part that kills me is that there were other, there were other women in the room. There were other women in the room when she said, hey, what do you know? Hey, I'm I'm worried that the guys are plotting on the girls, you know, whatever. And of course, this game of telephone, because Nicole's the only one who really put it as simple as that. It's a game of telephone. So the first time you hear it, it's going to be different than when you tell somebody else. And that is exactly what happened. Monty went back and then added his own twist to what Taylor said. Oh, Taylor said that Paloma said that she's trying to get two big people out of the house and it's going to be guys because blah, blah, blah. Nobody ever said that. So now we have a game of telephone where it's Taylor's lying about what Paloma said and now there's like three or four different lies about what Taylor said. And it's all based on Paloma being like, I would never. So this aftermath of this, this veto game turns into a, everything is Taylor's fault and we got to get her out of the house. Wow. I love your explanation. You could have shortened it to a game of telephone. However, oh yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> I, I appreciated the story because for the listeners who have watched the show, I mean, hopefully this does sound exactly how it happened. One thing I... And, I okay, to narrow it all down, what turned out is that everybody in the house decided what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So even if they don't agree with jumping on Taylor, if everybody else is like, yeah, Taylor's got to go, then that's what the house is going to do. And apparently to Monty, the footage is there. What the footage? The footage is there. What footage, Monty? I, when I tell you I was so angry, I'm like, the footage, dude, we're watching you. Yeah, the footage is there. Yeah, the footage of you looking like a fool. And like a clown. The fact that you're saying, as a black man, I need to, I hate to be the one. I hate. Yes. It's like, excuse me. Did you not see last season when the very reason why they did the cookout was for things, what you're doing right now, not to happen. You're setting and this back up where you're taking this game two steps back for people of color. And, it and just the fact that he was like, irritated. Like, I know that I know that the black community is going to be like, and I'm like, dude, we're, we're past that. Because the whole thing is, is that what these people don't realize is you guys have lives outside of this game. This lets me know how you do your business. I'm really hoping that some people really realize once they see the edits and stuff, once they see, yeah, I hope they take a real hard look at themselves. Paloma can't sell me real estate, an orange on the side <laughs> of a freeway at this point. Okay. 
And you couldn't be best friends with Jasmine? I don't even want to talk about her. <laughs> okay. Well, after this whole thing, Taylor goes to Daniel and is like, hey, is there any inkling? And Daniel, he is falling in line yeah. with typical first head of household where you're playing a meek game versus you could be super overpowered. He's playing the meek game. He's doing what the house wants. It's like, no, this is, it yeah. is your game. You are in power. You can yeah. choose who you want to nominate. You could have yep. still gone after a strong man. At the very yeah. beginning of the last episode, you could have gone after Monty, but what do you do? Yeah. No, you hem and haw telling Taylor, oh, he said, she said, telephone game. You're kind of uh -huh. making a bad judgment. And then to go, well, before we even get there, just letting Taylor know you've ruffled some feathers and it's an issue. And for Taylor, the, she's just he like- put, He put that so lightly too. That's the part where I'm just like, why would you put that so lightly for her? You ruffled some feathers. There's a couple of people, everybody in that house, except for Terrence and Nicole, we're like, she's got to go. So I'm just like, what do you mean? Well, for Terrence, she has to go because, hey, well, better, yes. better her than better me. Better her than him. Yup. Yes. And yes. so after that conversation with Daniel, we see the tears from Taylor because it's overwhelming. Like this game is mentally draining on another aspect where you have Paloma's crazy to where this is affecting, the game is Taylor's affecting somebody health. that yeah. just does not understand what's going on where, yeah, it is hard for them to open up, but oh my gosh. And, and that was was the thing that Daniel told Taylor. He said that, you know, there are people who they just feel like they haven't gotten a chance to get to know you. And she said that that's a situation that she has basically been dealing with her whole life. And I get it. And the thing is, is that she's, it's not her fault. It is not, it's her, not fault. her fault. Look at what's happening when people, when you're trying to get to know people, because I'm not even sure what day that technically is for them. You know oh, I mean? like it's episode this, three for this was day. No, this is only day four or five. So, I mean, I, I've known you for four or five days and you want me to be what? crying in your lap already like are you kidding and then this I you know I love you bit like that's what I'm saying Taylor's the only person who seems the most like real because this instant oh you know I'm your ride or die I love you guys I would never betray you guys like she's not like faking it you know what I mean she's like I just I want to get to know everybody like I feel like it's a little too early to be deciding that like it's guys versus girls and I appreciated the fairness but also she should have been I feel like more equipped I feel like walking in she should have been more equipped that's, that's it. Yes, and I think she's taking too much of what she knows in the pageant world into this game, which it, yes. there are skills that you can bring from the pageant world into this game. Yes. However, she has definitely put some blinders on, but now I feel like is finally getting awakened. However- Playing nice. Playing nice playing, in the pageant world is necessary because yep. essentially, because the thing is, it's like, that's the other thing I was going to say. If you look at Taylor, when everything is going on, she's the only person who's genuinely rooting for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like during this joust, she was rooting for Michael. She was like come on focus you can do it like she genuinely is rooting for everybody and that's the part that's the pageant part because she's doing that outside of actual competitive part and it can't be yes and i think when the house guests finally see their edits it will be an awakening to some of them to some, some of them will care here's the thing i don't i i, I don't think that everyone I think that once they're back and they're able to see social media and things of that nature I think a lot of them are going to be like oh snap Paloma specifically I'm hoping she gets I'm hoping she truly gets to see the detriment and the destruction because 
I don't think Paloma's a good person. And that's that's for me. I just feel like you came in so hard and heavy and you're lying about things for no reason. I don't see you as a decent person. And the fact that you're taking, you're using an opportunity to manipulate every single second against one person, that's foul. For no reason, that's foul. Yes. So we... Get to the Naravito ceremony where Michael has to decide whether he'll save himself or Tarrant from the block. And obviously, Michael does save himself. And so now Daniel has to choose from the other house guests, except for Pooch, Alyssa, Brittany, and Paloma. And as he makes his speech, which was the most ridiculous speech, he yeah. then puts Taylor up. Yeah. The man's got no backbone. He got no backbone. He's just doing what the house wants. And yeah. really the house, being Paloma, wants mm-hmm. Taylor gone. Now. I feel like D- Daniel's coasting on Easy Street right now because he knows that once he's not HOH, he's going to have to look. He's going to have to watch out. Period. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know. So, Jasmine, now that we see two people of color up for eviction, Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not two people of color. It's two black people, okay? Because Paloma is a person of color too. And at the end of the day, we she not on our team. So it's it's black people versus everybody. Okay. When it comes to when it comes to this, because because people of color, no. Okay, so two no. black. We have two black people up for the first week. Uh huh. Who do you think's gonna go? Ooh, I wait. Is is who goes home based on another competition or is it based on votes? It's just based on it's based on the oh, votes then of the it's house. Probably Taylor. Taylor's going home. Is this a unanimous vote or do you think she'll get some sympathy votes to stay? I think she'll. I think she'll get some sympathy votes to stay. From who? Uh, <sighs> Knowing that Pooch, Brittany, Paloma, and Alyssa cannot vote, as well as oh Daniel can't vote unless there's a tie. Who do you think from the other house guest will give Taylor? A vote to stay in a vote to vict Tarrant. Michael, maybe Turner. That's all I got. <laughs> you think Turner? Oh, I feel like Michael, Turner, and Indy are the only ones who stand a chance of voting for Taylor. And the only reason I say that is because, or voting for Terrence, but I say that because everybody else wants Taylor out of the house and I feel like they're the ones who are going to be like oh well you know like I I feel bad you know whatever like just just to not make it look ugly maybe but I feel like Taylor's going home and I don't know I don't know that she'll truly get any sympathy votes because nobody seems to have any compassion or you know brains to be able to see that they're being played so yeah. All right. So we do. So you think it's going to be Taylor. You know what? I'm manifesting. Terrence is going home. Terrence needs to go. Send the old guy home. Send dad home. Like I predict. You know what, though? You know what, though? I will say because Daniel did say that Taylor is a threat. I do feel like other people are going to see her as an asset, maybe. So I don't know. I feel like t- I at this point still, I feel like Terrence hasn't done enough. So if it were up to me, I'd send Terrence home. So you'd vote to you evict Terrence. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to put that energy there. Terrence has got to go. I'm sorry. See? I'm sorry, Dad. Again, if we're trying to refer our girl from Michigan, Taylor, you need to keep manifesting that Taylor will stay. And the fact that you were like, she's going to go home, no. I'm manifesting Taylor staying. So that's what I'm going to say there. Now, we do still have this backstage twist. Who do you think America is going to save? And did you vote? Brittany, I didn't know. (gasps) Jasmine, you had today to vote. Oh, can I vote today? No, it's over now. 
Oh, okay. We'll see. I told you I wasn't going to do it. I told, I told you I wasn't going to do it. It's not on my radar. I've sent you the link multiple times. American Idol has ruined it for me. I'll never vote. Uh, it's probably not. Okay, so who do you think America saved? Brittany or Alyssa. Okay. Now, what do you think, Julie had said, they might still be up for eviction. What do you think this next possible twist will be? Oh, how would I guess that? I don't know. I just want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> I need your revelations. Like, I want, because you watch well, reality here's TV. The thing. Here's the thing. The backstage pass was already kind of like, like I understood why one person, I understood why Pooch got, you know, whatever, the main one, and he can't be evicted. I understand that. The other three, I don't know. What was the point? I don't know. Because the thing is, is that if America can vote to save one of them, then that means that the other two have a chance to go home. So then, and so, so then, do you think I the other two will be then up for eviction? So then they have four choices, or do you think? Do you think Pooch oh, might save? Point. Do you think Pooch might save somebody, and then it's going to be three? Or do we have a double eviction? Because, you know, that was my first theory is that it's going to be a double eviction. But then there's going to be a battle to come back into the competition between the other people. I just want to hear your thoughts. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it will, I think it could be a double eviction, but I do feel like, oh, maybe, it, maybe it'll be a matter of like three people, maybe it's going to be three of them and then they have to fight it out for a chance to come back like to come back you know what I mean like maybe they'll whoever wins will still be like maybe they'll be temporarily out you know like how they separated um you know the have and the have nots and you know the backstage pass. so maybe it'll be another separation tactic and maybe that's the twist whoever one of the people who is currently with the backstage pass maybe they will have the ability to do something as a swap or something but i don't know because at this point i just want paloma to go home okay <laughs> well thank you for that jasmine i think that we'll just have to wait and see and, now, and tune in I, we're gonna have no, to tune I'm in looking tonight. for spoilers no we're, i'm looking for spoilers okay jasmine well we have to tune I'm in tonight at yeah. 8 p.m eastern 7 pacific however One little tidbit that I can give you since you haven't looked and get your reaction on <laughs> on record. So right. in the late night hours of watching the live feeds, the live feeds have gone down. Oh. And there has been speculation that Paloma has quit the game. Good. <laughs> Good. I hope, I hope that, okay, so what I heard was that the producers had to step in because of all of the janky tactics that have been happening with Taylor, blah, 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 blah. But what I hope, what I hope is that, because this is what I would have done. If I were Taylor, I would have gotten everybody together and I would have been like, hey, so I want to know, what have you heard? Let's just get it all out in the open. A house meeting, a house meeting. Yes, I'd call a house meeting and I'd be like, hey, so since I'm on the chopping block and I might as well go, I might be going home. I want to know in case I do go home, what's your issue? I want everybody to take a turn. Let's start from the left and work our way to the right. Give me your beef. And as soon as Paloma said, I don't really, I just feel like I didn't really get to know you. I'd be like, okay, okay. And I I would hope that there'd be at least one person with some kind of integrity to be like, well, Paloma said that you lied about X, Y, and Z and blah, 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 blah. Because the other thing is, is there's a rumor that... Taylor called Jasmine fat, but we, there's no, 
there's no no because you know how the internet is once it's once the internet has the ability to to get a hold of it it's there and it can't be found and so i don't like the game that's being played right now because monty had the audacity to talk about how lies throw off people's games but it's not off limits it's not against the rules and so i'm trying to figure out where where's the line what defines a lie because technically this game a telephone was a lie every person who regurgitated it lied except taylor taylor literally gave the exact information she said that she's afraid that these group of guys are going to come for the girls that was the only factual statement and then from there monty took it and lied and then spread it and then paloma lied and spread some more and now jasmine's involved in a lie spreading some more so you know here's hoping i hope i hope so with that information do you think there still will be an eviction or will they just throw it out the door I think there's going to be an eviction. There still will be an eviction, even yeah. if someone has left the game? Yeah. Okay. And just so you know, Jasmine, the live feeds are still down. Trash. <laughs> but one time I was like, I might check it. I might check it out. It's now they're down, of course. So. Oh, that's because Thursday's the live up. That's because Thursday's the live. Right. right. But if someone's left the game, oh. why would you want everybody watching the live feeds to know someone has left the game? Mm. Or are they trying to talk Paloma out of it and she's still actually in the game? I don't know, but I have I've heard rumors that Paloma is not uh, currently taking her medication. And so maybe that's a thing. It might be a health reason. So we'll just hit, you'll just Who's have to, to say, I know we're going to have to tune in, baby. OK, just got a little juicier. Just got a little yep. juicier. OK, you're going to have to I tune think. in, Jasmine. And I cannot wait until we discuss tonight's episode might, for listen, our we recap might have to. We might have to actually watch it together <laughs> tonight <laughs> because I don't know if I could take it. Yeah. I don't know if I could take it. I love how invested you are getting with this, Jasmine, and it makes me so happy to have your revelation being put for the record. <laughs> I'm invested. I'm invested. If you liked this episode and any of our other episodes, please like, share, subscribe, and rate our podcast. You can follow us on Facebook slash Instagram at Reality Revelations Podcast or on Twitter at Reality Rev Pod or on TikTok, Reality Revelations Pod. You can follow our own socials at I am Jasmine Dallachet on Instagram. And I am at Who is Mark Drum on all the socials. Well, with that being said, this is the end for now. Come back and tune in to our next episode of Reality Revelations, where we discuss our revelations of reality TV. Specifically, Big Brother. Bye, everybody. Bye.